11th Sunday in Ordinary Time, and you're listening to the Gospel of the Lord and the homily of Reverend Angelo Satino, pastor of Nativity of Our Lord Parish in Warminster, Pennsylvania. According to Luke. A Pharisee invited Jesus to dine with him, and he entered the Pharisee's house and reclined at table. Now, there was a sinful woman in the city who learned that he was at table in the house of the Pharisee. Bringing an alabaster flask of ointment, she stood behind him at his feet, weeping, and began to bathe his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them away with her hair, kissed them, and anointed them with the ointment. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, this, he said to himself, if this man were a prophet, he would know who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him, that she is a sinner. Jesus said to him in reply, Simon, I have something to say to you. Tell me, teacher, he said. Two people were in debt to a certain creditor. One owed 500 days wages and the other owed 50. Since they were unable to repay the debt, he forgave it both. Which of them will love him more? Simon said in reply, The one, I suppose, whose larger debt was forgiven. He said to him, you have judged rightly. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, do you see this woman? When I entered your house, you did not give me water for my feet. But she has bathed them with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss. But she has not ceased kissing my feet since the time I entered. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she anointed my feet with ointment. So I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven because she has shown great love. But the one to whom little is forgiven loves little. He said to her, your sins are forgiven. The others at table said to themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? But he said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. The Gospel of the Lord. So Jesus says to the woman, your faith has saved you. And I say to you, your faith will save you. There's a saying that goes something like this. Who you are when you are born into existence 
is God's gift to you. And who you become and what you do with the life you've been given to live is your gift to God. My gift is not complete, and neither should yours be. My brothers and sisters, when I was preparing to enter the seminary, my cousin who was a seminarian at the time gave me a book and it was called The Road Less Traveled. It was not Scott Peck's book, The Road Less Traveled. And it was about a young man who was called to the priesthood and his journey. And I remember the last days that I was at home before I left for the seminary, I was reading that book. And I remember my mother one morning saying to me, what's wrong, why aren't you going to bed? Because I'd stay up reading the book on the sofa and fall asleep and just stay there. When I read that book, I was very impressed by this road less traveled. Didn't know I would live to see it so less traveled as we see it today. And yet, as I was so inspired with that book and the call to priesthood and the possibility of priesthood, I am still inspired today and give thanks and praise to God every day for the gift of my priesthood. I tell people that I believe that when we are called into existence in general, we are called by God to make the world a better place by our presence in it. We are called to make the lives of those around us better by the love we share and the sacrifices we are willing to make. And in doing that, we are to give glory to God by our words and deeds. Each one of us is also called to a particular time and place in God's plan. And so you and I have been called to this time. But each one of us has been called to a particular place at this time in God's plan. And mine, thanks to God, has been as priest. So very many things have gone through my mind in these last weeks. Excitement about what lays before me. Fear and terror about what lays before me. And most of all, anxiety, about seeing this phase of my ministry end. When I was ordained, I wanted to be a good priest. And I still want to be a good priest. Those of you who are married, 
Did you want to have a good marriage when you were married? When you were young? And when everything was a dream and an ideal? Well, what about now? Do you still want to have a good marriage? Are you working at that? When you brought children into this world, you wanted to be the best mother or father you could be to them. Life takes its toll, and the daily routine does us in at times. This is not the easiest world to be raising children in. Do you still want to be the best mother and father to your children? Because when we allow the worldly routine and boredom, the trials and tribulations, the concerns, to rip down that idealism, to be the best I can, we begin to fail in who and what we're called to be. I'm not done wanting to be a good priest. And I believe, as I said to you the Sunday that I announced my change, that as a good priest, I have to conform myself to the Christ of Calvary and not the Christ of Tabor. The Christ who sacrificed himself for the good of the people and for the glory of the Father not just the Christ who showed himself in glory. And so because I still want to be a good priest, I feel like I'm not done giving my sacrifice to God for the life he gave me to live and for the wonderful vocation he's called me to. We priests are given the privilege And I've had that privilege here with you of being intimately united with you in life. In the joys and celebrations. In the sadness and sorrow. In the struggles and anxieties. When I celebrate baptisms when I celebrate First Communions, when I celebrate marriages, anniversaries. It's a joy to be an intimate part of the people's lives. When I go to the sick beds of those who are sick, when I experience dying, when I am put in the presence of those who grieve, and all of the other things that we are intimately a part of. Bringing not ourselves to those moments, but bringing the presence of Christ. I always say to people, when people are in need, they want God. And if we are good priests, we don't impose ourselves into those situations. We bring God. I say it to the young men here today. The priesthood 
is a genuine gift from God and a fulfilling vocation. But we have to know whose ministry we offer. As I've often said in in speaking to you and in my letters, we minister as a community of faith and we, we priests minister in the name of Jesus. It's his priesthood. And we are so blessed to be given the opportunity to share it. I got this little card from a friend back before Easter, before I knew any of this was going to happen. And it's kind of like I look for the hand of God in everything and I went searching for it when all of this came about. He sent me this little prayer card. Uh, The Lord, our brother and savior lives. Let us receive him and let us become him for the world. And on the back it says a prayer of Thomas Merton. And this is what it says. My Lord God, I have no idea where I am going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will lead, nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I think I am following your will does not necessarily mean I am actually doing it. But I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope I have that desire in all that I am doing. I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, I will trust you always, though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death, I will not fear, for you are ever with me, and you will never leave me to face my perils alone. Imagine getting that before this happened. (laughs) That says to me, God is with me. As I leave here, you know, I carry many uh, uh, wonderful things in my heart. Um, big part of who I am is my experience here at Nativity and all of you. You have given me, you've strengthened me in my faith. You've strengthened me in my zeal for my priestly ministry. And I hate to say this to you, but what you gave me, gave me the courage to do what I'm doing now. And I will be forever grateful to you for that. I was thinking yesterday about, I always leave my successor a note. And I thought, I know what I want to say to Father Watson. And I want to say what a wonderful experience I've had here at Nativity. You're getting a wonderful parish. The people of Nativity are good, hard-working people. They have simple but profound faith. 
They are loyal to their church and parish, and they love their priests, and they strengthen us in our faith and in our vocation. That's what I'll say to him. Many good things and many good memories I leave here. But as I leave, there's only one prayer that I have, and that's that I strengthened you in your faith. Our faith is our strength for the journey. There's a godless world out there that is trying to separate all of us from God. And the more we give up our Christian Catholic values, the more we allow that secular world to separate us from God, the more our faith is weakened and sometimes destroyed. We need to struggle for what we know is good and right. We need to strive for what will make us good and healthy. All that there is to have is not in the here and now. The ultimate goal is to share the glory of God in eternity, the salvation that Jesus won for us. And as we live our lives, we must live as the children of God and the brothers and sisters of Jesus, imitating his example. But to do that, we need faith. Our faith is our relationship with God. And what we do or do not put into that relationship is what makes it what it is. God is always present, but we sometimes are not. And that world would like to absent us all from God. It's your journey. Are you making the world a better place by your presence in it? Are you making the lives of those closest to you more meaningful by the love you share and the sacrifices you make? And by doing those things, are you giving glory to God? Do you recognize your particular call by God? And are you still excited about being good at it? To do all of those things, we need divine assistance. And so, from my heart, I say to all of you, thank you for helping me to continue to prepare my gift. Thank you for helping me to appreciate all the more the gift I've been given, not just in life, but in priesthood. And I leave you with these words, which I've got on a pillar and I've gotten on a plaque. Your faith is your strength for the journey.
everyone here, the parish is welcome to join us in the community center as we continue our celebration of Thanksgiving for Father Satino and his service to our parish. We ask that everyone stay in their pews as Father makes his way down the aisle, followed by his family, and then the pews from front to back as we will create a procession to the community center, followed in true Philadelphia fashion. So please join us all, but please go front to back. Thank you. So um, just a uh, few things. Uh, those are any Aunt Choice people here? You recognize this guy over here? <laughs> says uh, Deacon Rich Haddon. Uh, Rich served at Aunt Choice for um, 10 years maybe. Yeah, and um, he was a great help to us here at Nativity in um, the ministry there at Anne's Choice and uh, called me the other day so kindly and asked could he come and be part of this today. And uh, he didn't come from around the corner. He lives far away now. So I'm very grateful to him for coming here and being with us today. So I say to those ranging this thing, in particular um, Miss Madaloni and the faculty, um, if, if my sister comes, that's fine, but don't let her do anything because she'll be carrying on through the whole thing. <laughs> so what do they do? They sit her right here in front of me. <laughs> I'm so grateful to her and my brother-in-law for being here today. So I just want to say a couple of thank yous to, to all of you. Uh, you know, to put it in, um, in very secular terms, I've had a great run here. Um, I, you people have given me everything a pastor could want. And I am so grateful. Uh, I know it's the tremendous deep faith that you have and some of you have it and don't even know you have it. You have faith, believe me. And your loyalty to your parish and your goodness to your priests. And so I'm so grateful for all that you've done. I've had um, great staffs. Some of my present staff are still here with the wounds. Some of my former staff lived to tell it. <laughs> um, great principals, great faculties, great DRE and prep faculties, our maintenance staff. I, I mean, I could just go on and on about how fortunate I've been here with good people uh, working with me here. Um, very grateful uh, to the priests uh, that I've been here with. I've been here with some very good priests, and I'm grateful to every one of them um, for their assistance to me and for their good ministry to you. Um, very grateful that I had this last year here with Father McConan. Father's uh, simplicity and deep spirituality has really moved me. Um, I said to one of my priest friends, I used to think with the young guys, I had to teach them how to be spiritual, but this guy puts me to shame. <laughs> so, We've gotten to the point where I can say this, you know, um, 
please keep father smiling. I tell him, Adise, smile, because when you don't smile, you're scary. <laughs> so take good care of him. Um, couple of people I want to mention by name, Sister Madeline, Sister Peg, who have been, um, they've been here the whole time. They were like mothers to me, you know, the old nuns. I always say, you might dress in modern clothes, but you're still old nuns. <laughs> they have been, you know, joining and blessing, and the other sisters who joined them here, I was really happy to have them. But um, when they came to me like a year and a half ago and said, we're going to prepare to go to the villa, I never thought I'd be leaving before them. But um, it probably won't be the same around here without them anyway, so, so I'm grateful to them. And... Uh, to everyone who has uh, assisted me in my ministry here and who has strengthened me in my faith and in my priestly commitment, I am grateful for that. You are a wonderful people. You are a vibrant parish. You are a great community of faith. And don't let anybody take that away from you. Father Watson is a wonderful guy. Don't know him well. But I am sure, I know he's excited about coming here, and he will pick up the reins next week. And I am sure he's younger than me, so he'll run a little faster with them. So I am sure uh, that we can have hope that the parish will move forward and just continue to grow in its greatness. And I ask that you welcome him with open arms as your pastor. One person I've been thinking of through this whole thing and who I hope is praying for me and um, who I was so very impressed with here was Deacon Leo Gladnick. Le Deacon Gladnick lived here in Nativity, and yet for many years, I'm not sure exactly how many, but many, 20-some years or more, he ministered in Kensington at the Ascension. And then a few years ago when it closed, and I talked with him about would he like to come here and minister. At the time, uh, Leo was probably about 82, 83 years old, so I wasn't sure what he wanted to do. He said, yeah, I would like to. And I uh, always remember my conversation with him, and he said to me, um, I said, you know, tell me what kind of things you would like to do, uh, Leo, uh, besides, you know, baptisms and preaching. And he said, uh, Father, uh, uh, whatever you want, he said, I come here as a servant. Come here as a servant. They were his exact words. And you know, Leo, that was from his heart. And so I've always had great admiration for Leo. And um, I'm going to be ministering. Uh, blocks from where he ministered. So I've uh, been thinking about Leo a lot and hoping that he's praying for me. 
And so, as I, um, if you have me for another week, I'll be here till next Sunday. Um, but I just want to say, uh, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. You will be in my prayers. You'll always be a part of who I am. And um, please pray for me. with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day, everyone.